Hello, welcome back to Babel. It is another week of the new year. It's already halfway through January. Today is the 15th of January. How has that already happened? I don't understand. Um, today, we're going to have a fun guest. It's my first call-in guest. So we're going to see how this goes. It might be, you know, a trial situation, but she's one of my best friends. I love her so much. A lot of you might know her. She makes jewelry, and I was in her wedding last year, and it was so beautiful, and all I want in my whole life is just to spend all of my time with her in New Mexico because we used to be roommates, and we used to share a bed. Honestly, I'm going to have her talk about that, just that experience of us doing that. Her name is Kyla Harper. I almost said her maiden name, Kyla Harper, though, and she's from at We Are Tumble, and all of the best jewelry. So I'm going to get her on the line and we're just going to talk the talk. Kyla, we're here. That's, that's how it starts. Okay. Now tell me just like, Hey, love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) You should have just written me a script, girl. I know, I should have. Okay, we're going. Honestly, we're all here. You and me, virtually. How do you feel about it? Are you excited to be on the podcast? Finally, only like the longest time coming. I'm literally the most excited I've ever been. I know. Truly. I'm so happy you're here. I just miss you so much. Today, I was actually thinking I want to get like a big tattoo. Because my year, like, 2019... Like, where? A big tattoo. I know. 2019, I'm just, like, my whole motto right now is just, like, why the heck not? But, like, not heck, but, like, the F word. I'm just, like, why why not? Like, why not? Let's just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send you some pictures. Totally. Do everything. I know. I'm so excited. Or don't do anything is the thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, like, say no to all the things you want to say no to, and then say yes to all the stuff you have been wanting to but are too scared to. I know. I think all. I think it's like doing just all the things that scare you and just like who the heck cares? Like just make make life happen for you and just do what you want. Within reason. Truly. Within reason. Truly. Okay, so tell me some of your goals. You got your list. I want to know some of your goals cuz I had like a thousand and I feel like you probably have a solid I 8 really to 10. I really did have like a million things, but I tried to be, like, super realistic in the sense of, like, obviously you want to, like, put things out there that, you know, are a little bit of a stretch or things you're not currently doing. But you and I are both really similar. We're like, I'm going to change my whole life in a day. Totally. And I'm going to implement all of these new things. And then you do it for two weeks and you're like, wow, I'm so tired. I'm never doing that again. Yes. I'm realizing that as I've started this year. And it's terrible because it's just like you then you just like feel bad and then you go in this downward spiral of like, why do I even try? Because I never complete anything anyway, which feels terrible. Agreed. So I was like, I'm not doing that this year. I'm going to make small, little tangible changes with the hopes that as I start to see a little bit of progress or benefit from them, that it like kind of sparks more desire in me to change. Absolutely. So, my biggest, my overall theme, I have a word for the year. Would you like to hear? Love. Love. My word for the year is open. Okay. Which I felt like I spent a lot of last year, but even, like, prior to that, 
with my hands so like tight like metaphorically like I was just closed off like Mm -hmm. closed off when it came to just like work stuff I was like head down in the grind like just very focused and with my personal life I just like wasn't really opening up to new things or you know making space for stuff it was just very much just like this inward isolated thing that I was doing not obviously like intentionally but like it just happened right but so this year it's all about like I want to be open I want to be open and fluid to whatever life you know brings but also like open to possibility and open to change and giving myself space for things to happen and be more open to people because I've just been so like closed off like don't talk to me I don't yeah. trust you. I think Which I don't want to be that way. Right. And I think part of it with you is, like, you're just so, like, headstrong focused on, like, the task at hand and, like, like your success and just, like, all good things. But yeah. you, you're, it's just, like, easy to be, like, I'm on my grind. This is what I'm doing. And I don't need other, like, distractions outside of it. Totally. Where it's, like, you can only do that for so long. And then you're just, like, great. I'm so successful. Now what? Like... Yeah, you're like, and here I am. Because always, like, more to chase. So right. you're never really, like, actually sitting in a place of, like, I've arrived. So you, so unless you have, like, additional things in your life to, like, bring you joy and, you know, keep you, I don't know, thriving, I guess, then, yeah, it really does. Like, that tunnel vision and staying on the grind only works for so long unless you fulfill fulfilled everywhere else. And so this year is, like, the business obviously isn't taking like a backseat because it still needs my attention, but it's not like the main priority for the first time in, you know, four years, which is crazy. So basically all of my goals for this year, most of them have nothing to do with work, which is like dream. (laughs) Shocking. Shocking. Okay. How many, how many do you want to hear? I literally have a million. (laughs) Give me just like the most like pertinent to the situation. Okay. So... The ones that I'm, like, most excited for... Yes. Well, I started I started therapy at the end of <gasps> last year. I started therapy on Monday. And How did you... Did you do, like a, like, a legit session, or was it just, like, introductory? Oh, no. I literally gave her my... I was like, hi, um, I have a lot of problems. Where do you want me to start? And I just, like, threw it all out. I think I went through my whole life story in 50 minutes. Like, did I don't you? Need, I did literally, you cry? No. I didn't cry, but I don't know. I have, like mixed thoughts like I don't I don't really know how to like feel it out if that makes sense like I did I liked her I totally liked her she was like highly mm-hmm. recommended but I don't know I, I just like you know how I'm just like I need to feel such a connection with somebody like right totally. off the bat well, like therapy is just like dating like you have to find somebody that's yes. like worth the investment because yes. there's some people like therapists are still people so, like, you could still, even if they're a trained therapist, can still, like, not be your people or, like, right. somebody that understands you in a way that, like, can actually benefit you and, like, figure out how you work and figure out how to, like, challenge and help you navigate, like, your junk. Right. Because sometimes, like, the first therapist I ever went to was, like, like, I left every day feeling like I could totally pull the wool over your eyes and, like, make it seem like I'm doing way better than I am. Yes. And you would be, like you're doing so great progress you know yeah and, and I that just, to me was just like that's problematic I want someone who is just like like slaps me across the face with truth and just 100%. like 100% but I just 
I feel like I have a decent head on my shoulders so I can like kind of work through some of it by myself but I'm like no I want someone who is so much smarter than me and can really just tell me what I can't see so no totally and that's exactly like that should be exactly what you're looking for and I think like I think you should definitely keep like I don't know make a couple more appointments have a few sessions and then just kind of get a good feel for it of like you know, is this my person? Is it not, you know, like you're, you're interviewing her as much as she's interviewing you. Yeah. And that was like one of the number one things my therapist told me, she was like, you know, you can have a few sessions and like kind of reevaluate. And if this, if I'm not the right person for you, then like, I'll totally help you find somebody else who is, because ultimately this is about you making the kind of progress that you want to make. It's not about, she's like, I don't really have an ego about it. I'm here to help you. Right. So, so are you loving it? Is that part of your 2019 goals to continue? It is to continue. Yeah. So with the holidays, I took like a little bit of a break and I did like, she's the lady that I see like specializes in mindfulness and meditation, which I think is like one thing that I really need to like work on is being present. That's like, I'm always 10 steps ahead. Mm -hmm. And so I found like, she gave me some really tangible exercises that were like, here's how to like be in your life better like here's some really small practices that you can implement in your day that'll allow you to just get back to a center place and realize like this is where I am right now um and figuring out how to just like manage myself a little bit better in that sense and so I like it in that aspect I think I haven't seen her enough times for her to really dig into like my junk right in the sense of like you know really unfolding a lot of stuff and I don't know like she makes it seem like and maybe this is just me totally just you know (laughs) trying to like what is she thinking as I'm like sitting there you know (laughs) but like some of the things that she says she's like makes it seem like why is this girl in therapy you know yeah she's like oh you seem like you're doing really well this week and I'm like well, right now I'm having a good moment, but I was, like, crying in my car two hours ago. So, (laughs) you know, like, it's all balance. So I think part of me feels like I need to be way more open in the sense of, like, letting her get a full read on everything Mm -hmm. from a very, like, stripped-down perspective, and I think that'll help. But she was really great, and I really, like, I liked her a ton. And so that is one of, like, the biggest things for this year is – constant like personal investment and making time and space for me to get well on all fronts right you know like physically and mentally and spiritually like and allowing my myself to like to get completely undone for a while before the process of like navigating how to rebuild from a place that I'm like happy with is like the overall theme for this year and I kind of like kicked that off a little bit at the end of last year by just making some choices of like if I don't make space for myself no one else will and Mm -hmm. so if I don't you know make a point of saying that I'm valuable enough to take up some room in my own life then like no one else is going to give me permission to do that so I just have to like do it you know gotta just do it yeah because it's like if you don't take care of yourself and you're not at your full potential, like your business suffers, 
because you're oh, not totally. able to give it all. And then two, if it's like you're just grinding and you're not making yourself open to other things, you're going to get successful and there's going to be nobody around you cheering you on because you like blocked them all out. Totally. So yeah. you're just like, you need the people. Yeah. Totally. And that's, you know, been my biggest struggle constantly is like, okay, because I'm an eight on the Enneagram. So it's like. We love the Enneagram every- on Babel. <laughs> love the Enneagram and I think like there's a part of that that's like oh eights are so intimidating and they're so stubborn and strong-willed and whatever else and it's like yes those things are true but that doesn't mean that we're not actually like tender emotional like sensitive people for sure and so I think that the way that people choose to interact with us is very uh can be insensitive because they think like oh like they can totally take it and it's no big deal oh yeah yeah but I but I do find that I am actually like very sensitive but I only expose that to the people that I know I can trust you know Mm -hmm. and so when it comes to business and creativity and collaboration for me it's extremely vulnerable and extremely exposed to open myself up to other people and to allow them to kind of have an input and encouragement over my life and so that is like another one of those things where it's like I have to be open to that because it is like it's crucial to your success like we're better together than we ever will be on our own and overall like life joy and community and stuff and I and I get so much that encouragement when I am open and share with you know my people and it does it's completely beneficial so you know like I just, again, it's like one of those things you just have to make space for. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love it. Love what you're doing. 2019 is going to be our year. I say that about every year. (laughs) I think think if you don't go into it that way, like you're doing it wrong. Because you got to be hopeful. Like there is some like new year magic that occurs that like even the most like skeptical people have a little bit of pep in their step. Like that's real. Yes, that's what I. That's why it's my favorite holiday. I love it. Your favorite holiday is it really? Yeah, it's my favorite. That's amazing. Cause I just love a goal, but I love a goal. <laughs> I'm such a weirdo, weirdo garbage. Oh um. Okay, well, tell the people how you got involved in like even this whole thing. This whole thing being a jewelry business. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I remember the days when we lived together and you would make, like, not the cutest jewelry. Like, not oh, at the so time. Bad. It was, like, at the time it was, like, cool, but that was, like, six years ago. But and I mean, you were just you, like, making it. you look at pictures it. now and it's horrific. Like, I would never put my name on any of these. Well, and even, like, before <laughs> we lived together, you would make jewelry even, like, years before that. Where oh, it was, yeah. like, the gaudy, like, big... You know, like Texas, crazy, like turquoise, gigantic crosses with rhinestones. <laughs> that was your brand. I'm so glad you've rebranded. True rebrand on all fronts. I Praise. love it. Okay, Praise so tell God us. For that. Tell us, like, where it all started. Oh, gosh. I don't really know. I think I. <laughs> I guess I've just always been, always been, like, super creative. Like, you and I have had that conversation so many times of, like, I don't know, I'm, I just am this way. Like, naturally, like, 
I kind of express myself in like a very creative way. Mm -hmm. And so I think jewelry has always been one of those things that like has provided a safe, like safe creative space for me. And -hmm. it's this very tangible thing that you can make in a very short amount of time. You don't have to have a lot. You know, and and you can do something physical with your hands that results in something that you can be proud of. And so while I would never make the things that I made, you know, 10 years ago, six years ago, the, the process of being able to think of an idea, conceptualize that, and then turn it into, like, a tangible product, like, that's amazing. And for me it's always kind of been a secondary thing where it's like, Oh, I'll do this on the side or this is a hobby type of thing. And I think once, I mean, having you guys as roommates for me, was really helpful because it was like, Oh, like you should start an Etsy shop or, you know, put this stuff on the internet. I bet you could sell it to people. And that to me was just like, Oh, there's all these people who think that I should do that. Like, that's crazy. And so I think a lot of, I just had a lot of support of people who believed in it before I was like ever at a place myself of being like, oh yeah, I'm going to make this my life's work. I never thought that. And here we are, however many years later, and it totally is what I do full time. So it's kind of crazy. I know. I feel like it's crazy too, because I feel like I was like there before you ever started and you Oh, totally. Like, I was there when you were genuine and ginger, and you actually were a ginger. Like, I don't I think people know that. Some people don't ever, like, ha- don't have any idea that I was literally a redhead for so long. A decade, basically. Yeah. And that was crazy. your brand. But, like, OG. I know. It's so crazy. Like, I'm literally sitting here wearing four tumble pieces. And I, I also, girl. yeah, I know. I'm like, well, it's so funny, too, because. I'm such a ring person. I think you know that. Like, I just love rings. And so I just haven't been wearing them daily because I didn't have anything mm-hmm. that was, like, small enough that would work with, like, doing hair. And so now totally. that I, like, I ordered these specifically because I wanted them to be my everyday. And so all these four pieces I wear every day. And everyone at work has noticed. People will be like, Bianca, you're oh, wearing jewelry. Good. And I'm like, yeah, because yes, this am. works for me. But, no, I wanted to say like just to people listening because obviously you know the story but when I went I don't know when that was like two years ago probably almost two years ago to New Mexico when it was my first time at your studio because you had somewhat recently gotten it and you taught me how to make one piece of jewelry I made one ring and it took like all afternoon I mean granted you walked me through the entire process but I remember just looking at you, and I have a vlog of, of it on my YouTube channel. It's Captivate Others, if anyone cares. But it's like, <laughs> no, seriously, I just remember looking at you. I think I did it in the video, and I was like, you do all of this for every ring? And you looked at me, and you were like, yes. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, this? totally. It, I mean, it's so, that's the thing that's so hard probably, too, on your part, is that people can just be flippant about how they're like oh yeah whatever it's just a ring or it's just a this but you're like no the actual effort that goes into like the process and it's not like you're not like mass producing these things like you and your very few team members Mm -hmm. do it all like assembly line situation make it happen and do it all by hand so it's just like such a sweet thing to know that like people made this like with so much intention and it's like in a way like one of a kind like even though you have rings that you have multiple of it's like 
everyone is handmade specifically how it is yeah and I think that it like that that is so important to me because I want every person who buys something to have this experience when they open the package and they pull it out like this is for me like this was made for me um I want everybody to have that mindset because it that's exactly how it is in the studio of like every order that comes through it's like okay we're sending this ring to Bianca in Texas and like this is what we're making for her and so there is this part of it that it's like our jewelry is made for you to live your life in. It should accompany you to work and to that bridal shower on the weekend and, you know, to that yoga class. And it, it should be effortless and easy for people to wear and, and it should complement their life. It shouldn't be this thing that they have to like figure out how to like work outfits around or you know, it's very minimal and it's very, very focused on being a nice little addition to whatever it is that you're doing it shouldn't be this like super crazy thing that you have to like make work you know what I mean yeah and I think it's like that's just the kind of the philosophy of our brand you know and it's been so cool for us to start to share these like process videos over social media because the exact response that you had coming in and actually getting to do the process of making a ring is what we see you know in our dms every time we share a process video and our, you know people are like oh my gosh that's so much work I had no idea and you know it's a little ring and it shows up to your door in four days and then you know so unless we really do show people that process they have no idea mm-hmm. and so it's been really cool to make those connections over social and allow people to really kind of come inside our studio and see what we're doing every day it's been really cool I love it okay tell me like the best business advice you've ever gotten actually I have one that you did on an Instagram (laughs) caption but I want to hear what you say and if it's the same thing because I I loved I loved what I read one time I know this is like a test but you could say whatever you want true test on the spot I know um or just like the best thing you've like learned in it some little piece of wisdom I think I think the biggest thing for me has been like you have to be so convinced of your ability to be successful higher than anyone else. Like people can be in full support and believe in you, but you above all else have to know wholeheartedly that you can do it because if you don't have that belief, you're not going to get a single person on board of your train. Like it's just not going to happen. Like you have to be going somewhere with the vision, with the plan, believing that you can do it. And I think like the only way you're able to really do that is if you have like a deep rooted why, like that you can come back to on the days where you're like up until 2am and you haven't, you know, taken a shower in a week because you're trying to meet a deadline or, you know, trying to work on a custom order for a special person's birthday, you know, or whatever the case. Um, but yeah, you just have to have that deep seated why and a full belief in yourself. I think that above all, because you can put that into a lot of different other, like very tangible business practices that I think would be helpful, but that's like the basis of everything, I think. Yeah, I love it. So the one that I was thinking of, I guess it kind of goes off like knowing your why on like the hard days was the caption you wrote about. I don't know if it was like somebody told you this but or I don't know what it was but something about 
you don't get to quit on a bad day. Uh, don't get to quit on a good day. Good day on a bad day. Yeah, bad. you don't get to quit on a bad day. But like, if you have a good day and you still want to quit or something like that, and yeah, that's a game changer. Yeah, that's like one of those things that I think about, and I'm like, I want to teach my kids that, like, when they play sports and be like, you had a bad day, like you don't get to quit on a bad day. But if you, you know, push through and you have a normal day and you still don't like it or whatever, then you can. That's good. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I think that was actually, like, that was something that was shared with me. And it was super, super pivotal because I was just like, you know, but you just like, have those days. And personally, like, I had one of those days today where I was just like, <laughs> Why am I gosh, would this? it be terrible if we just, like, closed up shop and I just, like, didn't have to come do this again tomorrow? Like, you know, just a ton of obstacles, a ton of confrontation, a ton of, just, like, so much stuff going on. And you're just like, Ugh, this would be so much easier if I just like worked somewhere else like and could clock out because I don't get to clock out of my life you know exactly and so it's actually really timely that you bring that to mind again because <laughs> that is super you can't quit on us challenging yeah, yeah I don't get to quit so you'll find me tomorrow on the internet we are tumble.com <laughs> we are tumble.com she's still there guys uh, she hasn't yeah. disappeared um but then what like, I feel like I've heard some stories just because I'm, like, one of your best friends and I know the inside. But in the realm of, like, comparison, because I think in general, like, this is an issue over social media. But then having, like, a business, which jewelry is obviously pretty popular in general. And then I think now even more so, there's so many people doing jewelry. And... What does that look like for you? Because I know you've also had issues where people have, you know, blatantly flat out stolen your ideas, people that you know, like, taken something that you created and just, like, taken it, ran with it, and sold it. Like, what is that? How does that make you feel? What do you do in those situations when you feel like all of that's being taken from you? Yeah, I think, I mean, it definitely doesn't feel awesome. Like, it doesn't matter, like, how tough your skin is. I think, like, if you're creative at all in any sense, and that is your job, like, your work is personal. And I don't care what anybody says. Like, your work is directly related to how you're personally expressing yourself. And so, yeah, it's, like, offensive. Like, for me, when I encounter that kind of stuff like I'm not the type of person that's gonna like call you out on Instagram and be like hey at so-and-so like you yeah. stole my idea like whatever I'm just not gonna do that because a it's so hard to protect your work from in you know when it comes to like making products especially jewelry there's just no way to like prove that out and uh-huh. so it's just like a fight that you just can't win mm-hmm. um but I've made a point of allowing that stuff to kind of fuel me because ultimately like no idea that's completely we're all taking inspiration from various different places and you know and creating something from our own point of view and like that's just how it is and so for me it takes way more energy for me to focus on people who have copied my work or people who have negative things to say or whatever else when I can be like on to the next thing innovating the next thing creating something that speaks to another group of people or is another piece that 
could bring somebody else a lot of joy. Like I'm not going to give a ton of my energy and attention to that negativity because ultimately like, what do I gain from that? You know, like if somebody made that on the internet and I'm not going to say anything to them about it because it's not worthwhile, like the only person that affects is me. And so like I would, I have to give space to a bunch of people who just aren't worthwhile. Like it's just, they're not worth my time. They're not worth my energy. And so while like something can totally hurt my feelings and like make me really angry, I have to like redirect myself and like stay in my lane, keep my head down, like do the work that I can be proud of and like keep pushing on. Cause it is like overwhelmed and you never do anything again. If you let that stuff get to you. Right. Like, you know, and, and you can't live a life like that. Like that would just be terrible. It's so terrible. I have this saying, I I feel like I made it up because I tried to Google it one time and it didn't come up. I'm serious. No, no quotes came back. So you're like, yep, made that. I made it up. I've just been saying I'm in the business of minding my own. Isn't that good? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I really think I made it up. I'm not joking. Great job. That's a keeper. But I've been saying it and I'm trying to get that way too because I'm very much like I'll let things fester like and sometimes too this is kind of going off topic just in like emotional topics but I and I think I said this probably on my last podcast but I'm like oh if I feel a negative feeling I just feel like I have to sit in that but it's like that's not true I can choose to like move forward and for you like you can choose to change that negativity and make it into like a motivation to turn oh, into totally. something that's like, well, I'm going to make the biggest, baddest piece of jewelry you've ever seen now. Yeah. I was already see- going to, but I'm going to do it even yeah, hardcore. I'll do it a little quicker and the yeah. photos will be perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely, like, I'm the type, we actually, I just had this conversation the other night with friends, but that typically, like, people, you're either, like, one of two people on the internet for the most part, and there's, of course, like, outliers, but, like, they're primarily the people who are, like, pumping out the content, and they're putting it out into the world, and then there's another group of people that are primarily consuming the content, and, like, soaking that in, Mm -hmm. and for me, I'm the type that, like, gets on Instagram, or gets on whatever, I think that's, that's literally the only social platform that I use, because I cannot be bothered, but, you know, get on, get online, like, say what I have to say, post whatever content I have to post. And then I really like, I get off of it and I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram, which sounds crazy for somebody who like does creative stuff and like runs a business. But I've just like learned that I'm like, I will get so discouraged so quickly if I'm scrolling through and seeing 10 other jewelry businesses that are super similar to mine, making super similar products Mm-hmm. You know, doing doing this really cool photo shoot idea that I thought of but hadn't done yet or whatever. And it just instantly, like, cripples you. It makes you want to not show up anymore. And so it's like, I, I know myself well enough to be like, if I follow these people or look at these things, like, that's not going to lead me to a place of flourishing. And, like, that's not going to lead me to a place of, like, spurring on creativity. Like, that makes me want to quit. And so being able to just, like, either remove those social accounts altogether or really limit my time when I expose myself to that stuff. Because on the other hand, like, I'm totally, like, a champion of all the people. And I want to see people thrive. And I have no problem, like, 
answering questions, you know, over DM of people who are like, oh, I'd love to really like, you know, get some insight about this, or I'm new to jewelry, or I'm new to creative business, can you like give me some tips or whatever, like, I'm in full support of that, but I think there's like a way of doing that that can be really, really beneficial and really great without like making me compromise like what I'm okay with and what I'm willing to like share and be a part of and what conversations I'm willing to like stir up in the social world. And I think you just have to be super intentional and super mindful about what kind of content you're putting in front of your face and like how much of that you're willing to consume because the comparison will totally just destroy you if you're not careful. Oh yeah. I mean, I like, I'm learning a lot in the social media realm, like not even in regards to hair. Cause I just kind of like, I feel like I stay in my own lane in regards to that. Mm-hmm. And I don't really use my social media as much for hair as I used to because I'm like you can only see the back of someone's head so many times so you're like here's another balayage right it's like you know hit me up but I definitely think just in general as like a normal like regular human consuming like social media it's like all of that is like you can always see stuff that just throws you off or that isn't beneficial to your well-being or brain or mood or whatever it is and I'm trying to find that balance and not overstep that and then also too like I'm trying to show up as honest and I feel like you are kind of in the same boat like I think that we both are trying to portray as like real as we can our lives and it's of course we have these like beautiful pictures like if anyone goes to your feed it's like legit perfection like so beautiful aesthetic everything but when you go to your stories you're like I'm literally sitting in my car crying and (laughs) I hate my job and this is real life like this is the other side of business and for me I'm like these are all the other things that I'm dealing with and so I think it's hard but I think it's such like a powerful medium to use like to show all of that because before we didn't have a lot of that behind the scenes and I think people love it because they get to see kind of like how you were saying with seeing the back like the backside of how you make the jewelry it's like people get to be a part of it they don't get to just have this piece but they feel like they were part of the journey and they get to see what it's like and it makes them appreciate it more and makes them like value it more in general just because they feel like they were a part of the whole process and they got to see like totally. all of it which yeah, I, think I mean cool. I completely agree I think like it's so funny to me when I you know people will like comment on photos or like send me message like messages about like oh my gosh you and your husband are goals or like you and your you know your perfect house and I'm like whoa whoa <laughs> like if if you come here to our space on the internet and you leave here feeling like either inadequate like my life is better than yours or like that I've got all of my shit together like you saw the wrong things because it is like super as I know it's so important to you it's so important to me to be like you know yeah pretty photos are great and beautiful jewelry and yes my house on most days looks pretty nice but like my house is also like 500 square feet and my kitchen is terrible and you'll never see that like been there I've seen it I've seen it guys you've seen it is literally tiny 
It's um, very you small. You could cartwheel from one side to the other, basically. You could literally cartwheel from the bedroom to the living room through the kitchen. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Easily done. And, yeah, so it's it's just one of those things that, for me, it's like, I don't, like, you and me are the same. Like, there is no distinction or difference between us. Like, I have struggles. Like, I don't know how many times I've, like, showed up on my Instagram story, like, bawling my eyes out or like leaving a cart full of groceries in the grocery store because I had a full-on like social anxiety attack you know like or talking about you know just like the day-to-day things of like here we are again like trying not to eat gluten and yet I'm about to shove this pizza in my mouth like ugh, relatable because like that's the reality and ultimately like if you're going to be in support of whatever you know my brand is doing or whatever you know I'm personally doing like I want you to see all of it because I think that's where we kind of all those dividing lines and putting people on a pedestal and, you know, feeling discouraged, like all of that goes away the moment that you level the playing field and say like, hey, I'm just like you. And there's really no difference. Oh, yeah. It's so beautiful to be like vulnerable like that. It's so funny because I feel like lately (laughs) I keep having people either like come sit in my chair or just friends that I run into and they'll be like, oh my gosh, you look like you just feel amazing. And I was like, no, I don't. I don't feel amazing. And I feel like I tell people that. Like sometimes I, people will just be like, wow, you're so happy. And I was like, have you listened to my podcast? Do you watch my Instagram stories or do you just tap through? Because I don't feel like I portray that I have it all together. I'm a literal mess right now. And everyone's just like, you seem great. I'm like, I don't. I don't think you see or that you listen because I'm yeah, not and great. I also think there's like a portion of it of like you could be blatantly clear about <laughs> how you are doing and like what's going on and then people will totally infer and like decide their own meaning on things because that's yeah. what we do so it's like there's you know we're we're both fulfilling our responsibility to show up in a way that like honors our convictions and allows us to like show up authentically and that's all we can really do because some people hate it i'm sure like i don't know how many followers i've lost that are like oh this girl is too much oh Which yeah is fine. i've been too much my entire life and same. i'm not about to like slow down anytime soon same girl i'm like i don't know who can handle me like the fact that you nailed down someone as kind as james really gives me hope Ugh. it's a true miracle like it, i mean i love miracle. you i love you and i'm gonna say it is a true miracle it really is but honestly like it has restored so much like I have so much more faith in people that like if somebody like James could marry someone like me and be happy and like love being married to me Uh, there is hope for us all (laughs) I know I feel it I feel the hope speaking of are you gonna find me a husband in Albuquerque so I can move back or what I am truly on the hunt because the incentive is so good like if I get to have you Back in my city, I will literally, every single, single man in New Mexico, like, I will well, I'm waiting. do a full interview. I'm literally waiting with bated breath. I'm so... With what? Bated breath. I think that's a phrase. I've literally never heard that expression. What does that mean? I don't know. I think it's just, like, <laughs> waiting with, like, anticipation. But I'm coming. Like, oh. if you have any, like, m- a multitude of, like, blind dates, like, I'm coming for a couple days next month for my birthday celebration extravaganza. Yeah, speed dating. We're doing speed dating all one day. All one day. It's already yeah, planned. The Happy entire birthday. Day. And then you'll have, like, five prospects for marriage at the end, and it'll be great. Wow. That sounds terrifying, but also thrilling. 
I can't wait. 2019, you gotta say yes. That's I know. That's what we're doing. That's it's what we're thing. doing. It's my why the heck not. I can't wait. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I'm literally the sleepiest human of all time. And I need to do a quick recap on the pod of my date and this really weird thing that my massage guy said to me yesterday. Ooh. Guess you have to tune in. <laughs> Guess you have to tune in. So oh it means I have to listen to my podcast episode for yes, all the deets? Yes, of course. I listen to all of my podcast episodes and I, like as if I wasn't there. It's really, honestly, the most narcissistic part about me. Or you're just an true support of your craft. It's yes, fine. I am my number one cheerleader. <laughs> That's all you got to be. You will be successful if that is what you do. Yeah, totally. Well, thank you so much for being my favoritest, bestest girl and for talking to me on this pod. I hope everyone loves it so much. Tell them where they can follow you, where they can buy your things, all the goodness. Okay, so you can go to our website, wearetumble.com. You can shop all of our products there. We also are on Instagram, same thing, wearetumble. And then me personally, I'm on Instagram as Kyla Nicole Harper. Kyla, K-Y-L-A, that's important. Oh, yes, K-Y-L-A, kind of like a radio station would sound. (laughs) K-Y-L-A, Nicole Harper, love it. (laughs) love it all right i love you so much this was fun love you so much i love you so much i'll talk to you soon love you bye bye. all right guys that was so fun honestly my arm really hurts from holding up the phone for like 40 minutes um just a little workout speaking of workout this is going to be just finishing off with a couple of updates from the week one I was so excited. We're recording this so late tonight. It's 11 o'clock because I was supposed to go to this pole dancing fitness class and I wanted to have just all of the stories. I wanted to really just give you guys just something different, an experience of a lifetime, really just share something thrilling. And the fact is, It was like miscommunication, all this kind of stuff happened, and I didn't end up going because I thought that the person I was going with was picking me up, and then at 7.05, the class was at 7.30, I realized I don't think she is picking me up, and so I got in my car, and it was like 30 minutes away, and it's like on the website, says if you come late, they won't let you in, and then there was traffic, so my time kept getting pushed back, so I just turned around and said, I'm sorry, I couldn't do it for the podcast. And I really want to apologize because, you know, life happens and I feel like I've let you guys down without you even knowing that I let you down. But I am fully convinced that I will do that again, have a story to tell from it. But for now, I am a true shamble and I'm sorry, but that's life. I'm going to do a workout tomorrow morning, a Pilates, just to make up for the lack of working out today. And hopefully that will just bring my spirits up and my endorphins because happy people don't kill their husbands speaking of um l woods uh katie started law school yesterday i feel like i need to give an update of katie just because she's not here and i know that you guys care so much i talked to her on the phone tonight we're still friends everything's great and 
she is still holding out for the fact that Baylor might accept her and she's supposed to find out on Thursday because they start in February. So she's already started school in Houston, but she's not fully invested because she hasn't heard back from Baylor yet. She said she wasn't going to make friends, but she's already made two friends. I'm a little bit hurt and I don't know how I feel, but I'm happy for her, I guess, because I love her and also hope that they're not cooler than I am and that all of you are that know her and love her the way that I do. But just so you know, she has two friends. We'll see how that plays out. Um, The next thing. Oh, I went on a first date. I posted a lot about it on my Instagram story pre-date and I love how invested people are. I mean, I know when people are like, oh, you're going on a date. It's like, who are you going with? What's the story? So I went on a Bumble date. It went really well. We talked for like three hours, but I'm kind of in this trying to have just like a healthy, healthy boundaries, healthy mindset when it comes to dating and just like let things be what they are. So we had a great time. He texted me that night saying he really had a great time meeting me. And I said, you know, I had a great time meeting you too, whatever. That was Saturday night. I haven't talked to him since it's Tuesday, but I'm not worried about it. You know, if he wants to be you know, my friend, or he wants to talk to me, he will. If not, he won't. And, you know, no harm, no foul. And that's just where I'm at in my dating scene. I guess I might go on more dates. I haven't really decided. I just, I do one and it's like, that was so exhausting that I need at least like a two week break. And then I might go on another. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated, obviously, because this is my life and my podcast. And I just feel like those are the only things I have to share. Oh, wait, I did have one thing to share about um, my massage guy. I, I kind of want to text him and ask him what he meant by this because I haven't stopped thinking about it. Yesterday, I went to get a massage. Also, before that, let me just walk you through. Before I went to get a massage, I went to get a lash lift. And I get this lash lift. It's very expensive because it's some like keratin, fancy, whatever. But of course, me, I'm like, you know, treat yourself, self-care day. It's 2019. I'm just living my good life, trying to just think about me. And so I did this super expensive lash lift situation, and it only worked on half of my lashes. I mean, one eye. So one of my eyes is curled, and the other one, my eyelashes are completely straight still. Luckily, she's fixing it on Thursday, but I look actually crazy because I'm not allowed to get them wet, and I can't just put mascara on and even them out. So people are I think being nice saying that they haven't noticed but I really feel like it's just making me lose my mojo a little bit and that's just not my brand for 2019 so first that happens so then I'm like spirits are low obviously spirits are low going into this massage my massage got pushed back a few minutes you know I I'm in that industry where you know there's appointments and things happen so I'm like no problem massage guy like I'll be there 30 minutes later no problem show up the craziest thing about this massage situation is like he's a guy and I've never had like I don't know it doesn't really freak me out like whatever this is your job don't care but also he always tries to have this small talk with me before we do the massage and it's just that's the awkward part because I'm like you know like you're kind of asking me about my life and how things are but you're about to see me basically naked and it just doesn't really feel like that flows with what I'm trying to be about and so we're doing our awkward small talk and 
he asked me something about the new year and I say, you know, oh, I'm trying to make my bed every day because I'm trying to just say something simple that doesn't lead to more conversation. But no, he replies with, how does your cat feel about that? And I said, oh, that's a weird question first off. But I was like, oh, my cats, they love it. And then he responds with, you've never told me you have cats. You just look like someone who would have cats. And I think to myself, what the heck does that mean? Like, what is someone who looks like they have cats? I mean, one, I'm like, I'm offended, obviously. But I'm also not offended because it's like, I do have cats. It would be maybe more offensive if he said, I look like I have cats and I don't have cats. But what does someone who looks like they have cats, what are those attributes? What are those characteristics I need to know? So I'm kind of in this headspace right now that I can't stop thinking about it and I want everyone to give me their insight because does that mean I'm weird like I don't think I'm a typical version of weird but I don't know it's really bothering me though to the point that like I might have to bring it up at therapy next week so that's my current life update we've been really going hard this episode I'm so glad to have a guest and not just have myself talking because it would have been five minutes long and me just telling you that story about my massage guy and cats. So I feel grateful. I feel blessed. And I'm really excited for the future of this podcast. I kind of want to have a big brainstorm sesh and just get some more ideas. I want to know what you guys care about and want to hear because it's different now and I know it's different and I don't want to lose you. So I hope that you guys stick around. I hope that you're with me in this transition if you want to follow me, I literally spill all of my guts on Instagram stories. That's where I live my life. It's at Captivate Others. I would love to hear from you and just be a really good friend. I've met with three different people that follow me on Instagram in the past week, and it's just been so sweet. I just, I just, I just love it so much. So I'm just continuing that. I'm just trying to like build that community. So if you want to be my friend, I'm totally down. Love you guys so much and I will see you next week.